Things happen to people differently and it's okay, it's okay. Hashtag facts. Yes. <laughs> yes. Sharing our stories, our experiences. We are able to air our views. Mm-hmm. And we are not uh, editing anything. We really want to speak to, to, the girl. to the girls. Hello, Dadas. Welcome to the second part of the Contraceptive Options Conversation. On this episode, we continue to engage Dr. Lauren Muluka, who, as mentioned, is an obstetrician gynecologist, to share and teach us about the various contraceptive options that are out there for us as girls and young women. And on this episode, we talk about the contraceptive pills, uh, we talk about the patch, we talk about the depot shot, and we talk about the vaginal ring. Dr. Lauren will also share why some contraceptive methods are preferred more than others. And she'll also get into the myths about fertility and also how to properly use some of these contraceptives. Enjoy. I'll go into pills. Mm -hmm. Why do you have to take them every day at a certain time? (laughs) Consistently. (laughs) Consistently. And how how, how do they work? So basically, um, there are two types of pills, right? And um, they have hormones. Mm -hmm. So one only has one hormone, which is now it's known as the progesterone only. And then there's the kawaida one, like femiplan, all these that you're typically, um, like there are several of them, right? And so they have two hormones, right? And what we're doing with the pill is creating a, so your body naturally on its own, produces these hormones mm-hmm. yeah at different times of the cycle and so what we're doing with the pill is that you're just playing around with the dose so you're like controlling the cycle to just make sure that the egg doesn't come out oh. and so you need to take it consistently mm-hmm. every day at the same time to try and keep this level of hormone at the at correct, the correct level, level right mm-hmm. if you miss it then the hormones now get an escape and the egg comes out right yes. and then you could get pregnant so i mean you need to take it every day yeah so that you're able to prevent the pregnancy however you typically take it for 21 days on and mm. then the seven days off yes mm. another thing that people don't know about the pill is that you know when you're starting to take the pill because you know some guys are like okay yeah so i'm gonna use a mm. contraceptive mm. I'm, I'm 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 with this so you say I'm going to start with a pill. And so you start taking day one, day two, you're having sex, right? Mm, no. You don't have the protection yet. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to break it to you. It's not instant. Yeah, you have to use it for seven days before you before you actually achieve the, the contraceptive mm. effect, right? Mm. And that's typically, um, I mean, unless you're starting it on the first day of your period, because if you're starting on the first day of the period, very few people could be ovulating on that day. I mean, it's yeah. still a chance. Mm. But yeah, at least you're able to like now suppress the hormones well enough so that by the seventh day then it's in your system but that's just for the first time that you're yeah. using it if you consistently use it every month then you're good because 21 days on seven days off mm. then you then continue and about pills all of them um the daily ones and then the e-pill is that there's so many people who are selling fake pills Mm. Yeah, because I just saw in the news recently that most women who are on contraception are getting pregnant. Yeah. And it can't be that everybody is not using them right. Yeah. So the issue has to be, what are you using? Because even emergency pills, there's a time I went to buy emergency pills. And then the person asked me, do you want generic ones or the real ones? Mm. And I was like, so you can sell someone generic pills, have them go and think that they are okay, but they are not. 
Now, there's a misconception about what generic is and yeah. original. And so maybe just to say what exactly they are. Generic pills, when, when you come up with a formula mm. for a medication, mm-hmm. you patent it, right? Yeah. And so there's a period of time that no one else can actually produce that. You have that mm-hmm. advantage. But after a certain time, because this is something that is going to be used in the treatment of diseases mm. and all that and beneficial to all humankind, then you must release that patent, right? So if you're the original people who made it, then you have the original drug. Mm-hmm. Any other company that makes it after that, that's a generic drug. Ah. So it doesn't mean that if you get a generic, it's that not it's not as good. good, but it's just that it's not by the original person, uh-huh. right? However, what you're saying is really true because sometimes you find that people sell expired drugs. Yeah. You find mm-hmm. that people sell just things that are sub mm, standard uh, stuff, right? So and they won't tell you they like, won't because for them and, and like for example something like pregnancy, something that can really, really change your life. Yes. Yeah. For so, the better or for the worse, honestly. And yeah, it's a function of even maybe how they are storing yeah. the pills and all that. So mm. I mean unfortunately you find that yeah, I mean if everyone is getting pregnant and they're using a method, there's something mm. that's going wrong. There's something wrong with um, it. And most people nowadays use timers. Like if you're using the everyday pill, it's mm. recommended like to have a timer. Yeah. And the best time to take that pill is when your day is predictable. Mm. So if your morning is predictable, like you have a morning routine, yeah. then you. sour. But if you're that guy who wakes up and you <laughs> jump out of the bed <laughs> and you're late, <laughs> drink for, for a meeting, as in like yeah, just don't you use the, Yeah, me. it doesn't make sense. So um, you need to also look at your personal habits yeah. um, before now. You also think about so there's little, many little things that yeah. are there, but. But then again, the advantage of the pill, maybe just to, I mean, because people just speak so badly about yeah. it, is yeah. that, I mean, it's one way of testing your body with hormones, right? Ah. And seeing, and the, the beauty is that if you use it and it has a side effect that you don't like, you immediately stop it, right? Yeah. But if you are using another method, you have to wait for it to like get out of your body. Mm. So if it's the IUD, it has to be removed. Yes. If it's the implant, it has to be removed. If it's a patch, you have to wait the week for uh-huh. it to like you know and if it's an injection then you have to There's wait like three do. months right so I mean it has that flexibility advantage mm. it also has the advantage of if like let's say you're not so you don't stay in the same place with your partner but you know when they're gonna come then you would then start taking it like a week in advance and yeah. use it for the period of time that you need it and then you can hey. bench it right wow <laughs> yeah I mean, like, say you see each other every three months yeah. or so. I mean, even on your, let's say if you stop having sex, you could stop using it. And then when you start having sex, you just continue. Yeah, you can pick it. it up, but you have to start oh. a week before. It's, no, it's, yeah, but, yeah. but the whole thing of you can control yeah. the whole. So if you have predictability, mm. yes. But if you're using the emergency pill, then you're likely mm. not predicting mm. this, right? The, so you may yeah, need now sure. something more long term. Is, mm. is it true that it helps with acne? That sometimes you can go to a dermatologist and they can prescribe contraceptive pills for your acne. Yeah, um, and so the, it goes back to the point of what's causing the acne, right? And so we need a dermatologist at this table. Yeah, but tell um, us. Basically, there's uh, conditions that, I mean, like acne has been associated with hormonal conditions. And one of the commonest is what's known as polycystic ovarian syndrome. Yeah. And sometimes as gynees, our patients come in from the from the dermatologist. So the dermatologist has seen the patient and she's been having like this horrible, horrible acne. And you know the worst thing in our society, guys just say acne, ah, puberty. Yeah. You know? Mm. Or junk. They lied. They lied once you're 21, you shouldn't have acne. Exactly. And I still have 
acne. But someone is having like lots of acne, and so they go into the dermatologist, and then the, maybe the dermatologist digs around and finds out that hey, their period maybe is not that regular. It's mm. not something that she thought about. This acne has been stressing her forever. So you find that maybe she may have it, be having the polycystic ovarian syndrome, and so usually there are certain um, contraceptives that have. So the contraceptive I mentioned has two hormones: mm. a progesterone and a estrogen. Those are the two hormones. But out of these projections, there are several of them. And so there's one type that can actually um, help in balancing the hormones for polycystic. The main hormone that causes the acne in polycystic is called testosterone, mm. which I think we've all heard of, the male hormone. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the levels are quite high. Mm. So when you take this pill and it reduces that testosterone, the girls are like glowing. So wow. I know people will just come like, I don't need a contraceptive now, but my face. Yeah. Wow. You know? Yeah. And so it can also be used for that purpose oh yeah wow interesting let's go to the injection which is the one that i hear sorry i've heard that is the worst (laughs) why is it the worst it stops your periods completely Mm -hmm. for three months Mm -hmm. and it lowers your libido so then it becomes counterintuitive why are you going to get a contraceptive to help you have sex when it will hinder you from having sex Maybe that's how it works, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Maybe that's how it works. Yeah, but... um, So, yeah, about half of the ladies who will use um, the injection, and same also with the implant, right, Mm. would not have a period in that time. Mm. And so, as I mentioned, very important to go through what could be the potential side effect. So, when it happens to you, you're not like in shock. You're like, oh yeah, I was uh, told. You know, like there's that feeling of, mm. I knew this could happen. Yeah. So, you're, you're, you're relaxed, right? But when it happens and you've not been prepared for it, then that's a whole different story. Mm. But, well, I mean, it's one of the methods that in our setting has the highest failure rates. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's thought to be also attributed to some of the things that we talked about, like, is it stored in the right conditions? Mm. Um, and then also the fact that it's just same dose given to everyone, like all three of us wow. will be given the same dose. Yeah. And typically all other drugs usually take into consideration like your weight, mm-hmm. you know, so this mm. doesn't. So for for contraceptive, I mean, yes, some of the side effects are what you've mentioned. The low libido, you can have bleeding irregularities. Mm. So there's that period going away. But there's people who just spot throughout the three months. So you're just there. Spotting. You're spotting, right? And then there's a uh, long-term use of it also has now, like now this is now something that's significant, can have effects on even your bones, your mm. bone health. So typically it's not advised to use it for more than two years consecutively and then also you when you use the injection and um, you're trying to get pregnant there's some people who have had delays in return of fertility yeah. so you want to get pregnant you stop it mm. and it was like a year 12 months and even up to 24 months in very few cases you find it up to two years after your last injection you're not able to get pregnant so it's a very wow. tricky method mm-hmm. however it's the most widely used in Kenya. And why is that? Because women haven't taken charge of their contraceptive Mm. rights, so to speak. Mm. They feel like they have to ask the spouse. Maybe they don't want the spouse to know. You know, like you you, you yourself don't want to get pregnant. But but your spouse wants you to get pregnant. So so. it's like a hidden method. Like, I just go for an injection. Then it's also convenient when you think about it. You couldn't, Nini. For the implants, the implants, someone can see. There's a mark, you know. Yeah, if you have the IUD, someone can feel it. Yeah. And then also there's a whole 
thought of something going into my body. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, at least this one just feels like ah, ni dawa. Ni dawa ni sindano tu. Yeah, and so oh, wow. it's widely used, but I mean, it's not. Um, Wow, there, there, and there have been several studies that we're trying to look at to see if there's been increased risk of certain mm. uh, cervical conditions with it. Wow. So I mean, those are still ongoing, but there's data that says that I mean, if you if you could use another method, then <laughs> use it. You would rather yeah. use another method, wow. right? Yeah, patch. That's patch. I'll say that when I read about the patch, I can just tell it's the most ineffective. Why? Like second to <laughs> second to of course using safe days, mm-hmm. I'd say the patch is the most ineffective. Like this thing goes on your skin. Mm-hmm. Like you shower. Mm-hmm. Like it's hormones that are moving from a patch to your skin. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it just sounds like for me. It just sounds so out <laughs> bizarre, there. So mm-hmm. out there. So risky. <laughs> so risky. Yeah. <laughs> so really, the the patch. Yeah. Is in terms of it's success rates. Mm-hmm. It's actually just the pills but now they've been put like in a patch form, right? Mm. So it's 91% successful. Like only 9 Eight. out of 100 women. 9. nine. Yes. yes, yes. But still, <laughs> it also has that convenience factor that I mean you only have to put it once a week because there's those people who are like I mean I cannot be able to do this every yeah. day right and so and also it has fewer side effects in terms of you know like the daily pill that you swallow some people get nausea vomiting mm. headaches um, abdominal like this you know your tumbo just feels like it's off <laughs> yeah it's off right yeah. so I mean it has less of that um the hormones are just absorbed through your skin. You have a layer on your skin that mm. now allows them to be absorbed, right? And so it's very effective um, in terms of you showering with it. Like the glue is something it really <laughs> sticks to you. <laughs> However, there are those guys who sugua, like the real ones. So mm-hmm. if you're those people, then sometimes <laughs> it does come out. Yeah. And if it does come out, then you need to replace it immediately. Mm. Yeah. So the the point is you have a patch day. So if it's every Saturday, then every Saturday for three weeks you must, you must replace, replace the, patch. the patch. Then you have one free one week that you don't put it in. Then you mm. go back to it. Same concept. Wow. Um, the first seven days when you start using it, you're not safe, and so you have to like wait. yeah wait or use a condom, which mm. you know well, is your preferred <laughs> it's <not> very choice. Common. <laughs> So, yeah, but, um, you know, at the end of the day, it, it was brought about because of that convenience factor. Yeah. And surprisingly, actually, very many younger people are taking it up. One of the side effects that you can get, however, is that, like, it can cause, like, some irritation on the side mm. that, as I say, the, the gum mm. is something, again, right? Like, yeah, so some people just really get, like, a bit of itching uh, or a lot a of rash. itching mm-hmm. and a rash. But sometimes that tends to go down because you may have, like, what's called a... Uh, Hypersensitivity, mm. but not an allergy. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you can't be allergic to some of the methods of. Like, you can't the, be allergic to all you, of them. You can't be allergic to condoms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had this like uh, an, an allergy latex. to latex. Yeah. 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 But <laughs> word on the street is the more expensive the condom is. <laughs> The better quality, because I hear these condoms that are made from—is it goat? Is it yeah, goat? Yeah. Goat intestines or something mm. natural? And and they are—they are very—they don't have a higher risk of breaking like the yeah. latex ones. And there's no netwaji. Uh, there's no your hypersensitivity. Mm. Your, allergy. Allergy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So, yeah. I mean, 
also the fact it's been shown like just from studies that people tend to value what they pay for right yeah. so if you see like as you mentioned in your uni those all these free condoms guys yeah. don't trust those free guys things don't trust those yeah. free things yeah, going to be using those as in because they will be thinking as me and the ministry of health exactly. you're like Exactly. <laughs> they've been donated and yeah. they're for free. <laughs> and there's, there's been a lot of propaganda about like how people just send them to Africa, expire mm, and stuff yeah. and all yeah. that. Yeah. But I mean, at the end of the day, um, there's differences that in the condoms that people look for mm. um, in terms of lubrication, in terms of... And you know, some of the condoms that are even maybe a bit more pricey may have an additional method of uh, contraceptive. They have like what's called a spermicide inside ah. them. So they put in a lubricant that would even help killing the sperm. Like when the wow. dude ah. yeah, comes, like the sperm dies. So I mean, even uh, if hey. it was to like leak, it would, then, it, you know, we our chances here sense. are like... Science, science is literally yeah okay. and so the thing is also the fact that people also don't think that you may need a contraceptive if you know you haven't had penetrative sex mm. right however if you have a sperm being deposited anywhere uh, around. in and around that area there is it's a very low possibility but it, but happens. it, it happens you could be the one percent and it could get in yeah. and I mean yes you could I mean so there's need for contraception on so many levels right there's the ones who use the withdrawal and they're like and it does work as a method but it does have a failure rate 18 out of 100 so I mean that's how you want to take your chances yes but I feel like with the withdrawal for me it's because it's you give power to this person that's mm. the thing you know like you know like Handing when people get power. pregnant like it's you who will get pregnant to get so it should be <laughs> I don't take know like and, it could, yeah, and also you could also have the conversation around male contraception and why men don't feel like they have to to go for to vasectomies yeah. or take these new pills that are on trial it's that everyone thinks it's you who's getting pregnant so it yeah. should be you who's in charge of solely yeah you're solely in, in charge of, of of making sure that you don't get pregnant yeah. what, what are you're your thoughts on your that you're, yeah you're on your own <laughs> yeah. because again like I've seen so many stories where a girl get, gets pregnant and the guy's like oh it's not mine you get and they yeah. can run away with it and nothing will happen to them yeah the babe who gets pregnant now they have a child or they will have an abortion which will cost them trouble mm-hmm. you get like the biggest risk is on you yeah and that's the truth because I mean it's your life that yeah it's your life that changes, changes the most very dramatically mm-hmm. and it's visible and I mean this is the visible part of it there's an the invisible part of it term. and it's long term right mm-hmm. so it's I mean at the end of the day it makes sense that as a lady you should take charge of your contraception yeah. um, the man yes I mean it takes two to make the baby yes yeah. however as you've rightfully said they're just really not open to their <laughs> options right and then yeah. even the options for ladies are way more yeah. than those for men right yeah. so at the end of the day it is you as a lady who has to take charge of your reproductive health like you can't leave it on someone else because there's some people who i mean the man will just think well no big deal she'll take an emergency contraceptive mm. but we i mean you're the one who will have to deal with the effect the effects of continuously of that. taking that emergency contraceptive true, 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 so just God, being yeah. aware and um taking time to actually make the decision that hey um if you are at any point thinking I am not ready to have a baby and I am having sex mm. you need a contraceptive yeah I have one question I've had the use of contraceptive so many times related to barrenness mm. yeah and you you'd hear them say oh she used like family planning or she started using contraceptives quite early do they have an effect on your fertility as a lady 
Good question. And um, the thing is, you find that um, just in the general population, mm-hmm. I think it's thought to be about 12 to 13% of couples will struggle with fertility, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Now, let's go backwards. Mm-hmm. You you may have used, if you, had, if you didn't use a contraceptive, mm-hmm. then you'd know like, well, there was no contraceptive mm-hmm. in there. But if you had used a contraceptive, mm-hmm. then the first thing that comes to mind is that could that be the issue, mm-hmm. right? Out of all the contraceptives that we've mentioned, so there's the pill, the mm-hmm. injection, there's the patch, there's the implant, there's mm-hmm. the IUDs, mm-hmm. the only one that can delay your fertility mm-hmm. is the injection. Mm-hmm. So all the all the rest, like you can be taking pills this month and planning to have yeah, a baby maybe next con- month. conceive mm-hmm. next month, and it should happen. However, as I mentioned, I mean, there's these things that are associated with barrenness or infertility yeah. as you want to speak about it which are there in mm. the population and it could even occur after you've had your first baby because most yeah. people tend to use contraception after baby number one That's why. Yeah. and it's so interesting because before you got pregnant and you weren't ready to have this pregnancy you don't think of using contraception mm. after you got that baby like no one is stopping you yeah. you're going to use a contraceptive yeah. because now you've felt the aftermath right and so some people after they've had now the baby and then now later on they're trying to conceive again mm. they find that hey what's happening mm. then they also go back to that one marker could it be the contraception yeah. but you find that these things that could have happened in between mm. the most common cause of um, delayed conceiving fertility issues is uh, issues to do with the tubes remember I mentioned yeah. that that's mm. where you actually get pregnant so if yeah. your tubes are blocked then the egg is not being picked It's the sperm and the egg are not meeting mm. and some things like infections that people don't think about day to day. So sexually transmitted infections are the commonest cause of tubal issues. Mm. So if you're not thinking about, again, your sexual health mm. and STIs, because what people are scared of is it's clearly pregnancy, pregnancy yeah. and not the STI, right? I think it's because people think STIs are very treatable. It's yeah. like... like because you just go to the doctor and then you get meds and then that's it. But now for pregnancy, the implications are permanent. They're permanent there. and they're, they're visible just, immediately, they're right? Just crazy. Yeah. But also with the STIs, I mean, the implications can also be permanent yeah. because they can come in and block your tubes and then at the time that you actually do want to get pregnant, you can't, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the issue is that for ladies, most ladies, when they get an STI, a good number won't get any symptoms. Um, wow. You won't see it. Or if you get um, a symptom, you may go in to usual GP visit. And if they don't test for the STIs, you may just get treated for a routine bacteria yeah. or yeast mm. infection. You have to actually test for that yeah. specific STI to know yeah. that it's there. Yeah. Wow. It's not very many places that do that testing because the awareness is not there. Mm-hmm. Um, again, you know, you find so sometimes the easiest way to find out if there's an STI is, is I mean, if a man has an issue, because f- for them they tend to get symptoms more than mm-hmm. ladies, so they go in, they get treated, um, and what is typically called is a UTI. So there's a lot of mm-hmm. things that are called UTIs, yeah. urinary tract infections, yeah. that are actually STIs. not They're STIs. So I mean, how this ties in with your fertility is just the fact that. There's lots of that going around and also many other issues that can also be affecting fertility and then people tend to target to the contraceptive but mm, that that's not actually the reason. not true. Hello. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where? Spermicides. Mhm. Spermicide is basically a chemical that just kills the sperm. So you just spray it. So right now they're not routinely used, right? Yeah. But 
and so I mentioned that they're in their condoms, mm-hmm. but um, previously um, you'd find that there were methods whereby you'd like insert a yeah. ring or you would insert a cup like a diaphragm and you'd spray, spray it. So, so this was very inconvenient. Mm. So, I mean, you you talked about spoiling the flow, right? Yeah. So, you would need to like be prepared with this mm. and put it in like the way you'd put a menstrual cup. Mm-hmm. You put that in, and it has a spermicide. So, if the sperm gets there, it, it dies. But they've been shown not to be very effective. They also irritate the whole you know vaginal environment. Mm. So, I mean, by and large, they are not readily available in our market. Oh. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I've loved the information I've gotten from this session. Yeah, I feel like I, I went to class and I and I've been reading online, but still oh, not like that speaking to you like now I can now see it comes together in it, it a way, comes right? together, yeah. Because when you read an article, you don't even know if that information is real or not. Mm. So so I have to thank you for that. And our listeners also I think once they get this. Yeah. Mm. Cool. So thank you for coming here and having this conversation with me. Mm. Our expert Dr. Lorraine. <laughs> Dr. Lorraine Ebuji Plug, what's your IG handle? At Obigaini. Mm-hmm. So that's at O-B-G-Y-N-A-E. And your practice? My practice is mainly Malaika. Mm-hmm. So you can find me at www.malaika.com. Okay. And that's the end of our conversation. You've heard where you can get our expert. And I hope you learned as much as you enjoyed this podcast. I thank you. The views that have been shared here are expressly our own views and they do not reflect the views of Akili Dada or any other affiliate organizations.